I'm Hillary. And I'm Sandra. Coming up on the Quick and the Dirty podcast, cam girl Curvy J returns to talk about the art of video sex in COVID times. It's an important topic because some people are separated from their lovers. Ew, I said lovers. And also... Lovers. <laughs> Some people are just starting relationships online. Yeah. So, I mean, how do you keep it fresh? I mean, the phone call will take you only so far, but video sex apparently is where the party is at. So, Kirby J's uh, going to take us down a road of angles and lighting and seduction. The Quick and the Dirty Podcast with Hillary Welch and Sandra Plagak. So, Sandra. I was reading an article about a couple of New York lawyers who are saying that they have never seen divorces get canceled like they have been during COVID times. They're being canceled? Yeah. So these people have been working in law for years, divorce law, and they said maybe twice in their career they've seen a divorce stop and like that people have changed their minds. But now with COVID times, Lots of people, like 20% of their clientele are saying, eh, you know what? We're good. So I don't think it's because people are repairing their marriages. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Because that's what it would indicate, right? Why did they say why? Like, is it because ha- if I had to guess, it's for financial reasons, because now is not the time to start a brand new <laughs> life during a pandemic. You know what I mean? You're so skeptical because I know what you're saying is stock values down, real estate values down, especially in New York. Real estate, yeah. It'd be difficult to buy. But then don't you also feel like people are kind of reevaluating what's important right now? Like we're spending time with the people in our lives that we would have avoided otherwise. So you're implying then that people are canceling the divorces because they are, they've agreed that it's best to just stay in an unhappy marriage? Or maybe they're finding happiness because, like, people are being forced to actually communicate. Perhaps. How often do you see people who spend all of their life just trying to, like, keep up with the Joneses? So they're working constantly and then spending money on things that they think are going to make them happy and not really communicating with the people that they live with. Things have changed. You're spending time with your partner, maybe learning a little bit more about who they are, and maybe it's forcing people to get along. I think that's uh, very sweet and optimistic of you, and that's why I love you so much, (laughs) Hillary. (laughs) You are just the sweetest little thing I've ever met. (laughs) You really are. Uh, No, 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 no. I think, honestly, it comes down to money. Uh, Filing for divorce, buying a new house, Separating your finances when you may have just lost your job and have taken a crazy financial hit, it's not the time to build a new life. Uh, now is a rebuilding time for a lot of people, right? As we sort of slowly get out of this uh, this pandemic and we slowly start to reopen things. How many of those people weren't working for the last eight weeks, right? Fair enough. But also, don't you think it makes you pause for a second and think, would I actually be sad if you died? And maybe the answer is yes. Um, You can still be sad if someone dies and not want to be married to them. (laughs) I guess so. Says a woman who's been married for 20 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) Sorry, you're dead, but I hate your face. (laughs) I don't think I'm going to win this argument. No, I just think that 20% is a crazy high number of people who all of a sudden went, oh, I love you so much. People, once you get to the point where you want to divorce somebody, you already hate their face. 
And you're not all of a sudden going to go, but I was wrong. You're not wrong. You got a divorce. You, you, I mean, that's a, that's the last step. Assuming many steps were taken before that last step. That's the, the end of the rope, baby. I don't know. Like as a openly high maintenance bee, emotionally <laughs> at least. Uh, I think if someone's always busy and not putting in the time and you feel like you're like the last priority to suddenly get that time and get that attention, maybe it's enough to turn it around. Maybe it is. I think the true answer will come in um, maybe a year from now when all of a sudden there's a 20% increase in divorces. We'll know the truth. That's, that's going to be the moment we're going we're gonna to know it all. I think it's safe to say that we live in a, uh, a strange new world, but imagine what it would be like if you were in a relationship with someone who wasn't living with you and uh, you had to somehow continue that relationship. So we thought uh, we need to talk to someone who's an expert in the art of phone and video sex. So we're really happy to invite a return guest, actually. Uh, you know her as Cam Girl Curvy J. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. I cannot wait to have this conversation because so many of us are in a situation where we may or may not be able to be around our partners. And maybe that means going at it by phone or video. And that is so interesting because it's a lot different. (laughs) I mean, it's interesting because it's different, but it, it, is, it is different, right? Like, well, I would think it's not as messy, let's be honest. <laughs> or maybe it oh, is. Not for us. Yes. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, it no longer becomes my mess to clean up, which is always nice. Yes. I totally 100% agree with somebody else cleaning up their own mess. Got it. Let me just start off by by saying this. I introduced you as a cam girl. Now, you've been on a former episode of the Quick and the Dirty podcast, but for anybody who's listening right now who hasn't heard that episode, can you just describe what it is that you do? What is a cam girl? Um, so I get on my computer and I meet with people, um, all different types of people, online, and uh, I perform, perform sexual acts. In the comfort of my own home to entertain other people, and I get paid for it. Wow, I do it for free. Good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. Well, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I think it's safe to say that you would be something of an expert on the art of um, phone and video sex and seduction. I I would definitely, um, I mean, I'm not going to toot my own horn, but if you guys want to toot it, that's fine. I love it. So as somebody starting out, let's go straight to video, because I think that's probably the most challenging for most people. What are the the basics? Like, what's the basic setup you need to have, like, a decent looking video chat session? Um, The one thing that you're going to really need is light. So a a lot of people, and a lot of people have the phones that we have right now are so amazing and the technology is amazing, but regardless with whatever you're using, whether you're using your phone or you're actually using, you know, one of those old school webcams, (laughs) (laughs) um, you you need to have good light. So, um, you know, you can't go into your room and light some candles and be like, oh yeah, baby, let's play because the mood is great, but they're going to see nothing. (laughs) 
<laughs> right, because the more light you have, the sharper the image. So especially if you have one of those old school cameras, it's going to be like trying to make heads or tails out of the static fuzz on your parents' cable on late night TV when you were a kid and you were trying <laughs> to see the dirty channels. <laughs> right, and you're like, is that a butt or is that boobs? And, and you just won't, you won't know. But it's funny because here you are trying to, is it, is it called backlighting, would you say? Is that what it is? Oh, honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know. Whatever. You're trying to light yourself <laughs> properly. But at the end of the day, if it's too bright, I mean, at the, you know, you still want a little bit of mystery. Like, I don't need everybody to see my pores, too. <laughs> well, I mean, some people might like to see your pores. I don't know. <laughs> right. Oh, at first, I thought you said, I don't want people to see my whore. But isn't that... <laughs> Oh, you want them to see that. Oh, yeah. That's, they pay extra for that hornet. <laughs> so it's all about lighting. And so we're not we're not talking about filters because I feel like I, I see a lot of people who filter themselves on social media and mm-hmm. I, I get a little embarrassed for them, to be honest with you. I just think you're just someone who's never learned the art of good lighting because when you filter yourself constantly, I get disappointed when I see you in real life. I mean... <laughs> like where are your bunny ears I, at <laughs> right. what do you mean you're not really a cat right. well, beyond that there are those that like over filter the, to the point where you're like okay come on that's not you like stop lying to yourself right well um, in the in my experience online I don't I'm not very technological so um I work with the bare bones and I have never had a so I, I have good lighting. I have the camera that was recommended to me um, two years ago. And um, I don't use my phone when I'm working just because I'm clumsy. And the last thing I need to do is drop my phone into my, like, vagina. <laughs> Some of them are waterproof now. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's true, but I still wouldn't want to. I mean, that's that's a whole other, like, you know, cleaning. <laughs> I don't want to deal with. Uh, I, I totally feel you on that. So, I mean, uh, the first thing you do is you want to look good. Are there particular yeah. angles that one should be videotaping themselves at? Um, it really depends on who you're working with. So if you're just in your regular everyday relationship and you, you know what they like, um, you're going to try and find those angles that they prefer. So if I had, you know, a partner who was really interested in my breasts, I would want to make sure that the camera was probably maybe pointed a little bit at a downward angle, if that makes sense. And then I would be underneath that so that my boobs look like they're really full and coming from, you know, above, if that makes sense. That makes total Um, sense. (laughs) uh, So you do want to highlight what your partner is favoriting. But at the same time, in my experience, people just want to see. They they don't particularly because I I um I deal with people who who like larger women. Um, so people want to see everything that I have to display in every angle. So, so there really isn't so, a preferable angle in your case. I mean, it all I mean, for works me, together. No, yeah. I I'm just gonna. For me, when I I set up my camera, I'm thinking, okay, what's easiest for me? So it's not necessarily sexy for me, um, but also when I'm I'm working, I'm not trying to be sexy for me. So if I was trying to do something with my partner and be intimate, 
I would probably sacrifice some light. And I, I would um, put the camera where I'm going to be comfortable and I'm going to put that into consideration. So working is a little bit different than, you know, your regular relationships because when you're working, you're getting paid to do what somebody else wants. But in, in regular relationships, you get to take some for yourself too. So you get to, you get to, you know, you get to actually comfortable on bed and, and you get to be comfortable where you're sitting and, and how you're positioned. Whereas when somebody's paying you, you want to do what they want. Fair enough. Right. So what's the best yeah. butt angle? <laughs> Asking for a friend. <laughs> I mean, you, you can't go wrong with the classic hands and knees. Okay. <laughs> okay. What am I missing? What do you mean hands and knees? Um, so yeah, I, you could even consider it yoga. You, could. <laughs> you know, you, you start in a seated position and then you... You put your knees and you move your hands forward and, you know, you look back at the camera a little bit and give a little wink or a little shimmy and, um, <laughs> I mean, geez, this is almost making me want to go to work right now, you guys. <laughs> I'm always so paranoid. It's so, it's so funny because it's one thing to present yourself in person to the person mm -hmm. you're with because you mm -hmm. can work with the lighting and you can use the right. dimmers and the softness and you can move quickly so they never get a good look at you. Um, right. But on video, I feel like it's way more exposed, especially if you have your camera on, um, mm -hmm. on as, as you know, if you're holding your camera, it's one thing you can dart it around, but if you're not and it's mm -hmm. a, in one place uh, and right. then like I on a tripod. And I put my ass in a camera and look back, I'd be like, I'd, I'd die a little. I would be like, oh, what are you seeing that I can't see right now, you know? Oh, my God. Especially in bright light. Oh, kill me. Please kill me. Would you feel more comfortable if you started with a cute pair of underwear? I hope so. Like, I mean, you can't just go from zero to ten like that. Well, like, I mean, don't you? We can, but if you, you know, if you, you felt more comfortable, you could put your cute panties on and you could do your little wink and your seduction and then slowly take the panties off. And by the time the panties come off, you're not really thinking about how uncomfortable you are. Right. Well, I would, I just, minutes. you're so cute that you think I have cute little panties. I have like cotton briefs because I, those are the most comfortable. But okay, now a note to self, get some decent panties so I look good as a video vixen. <laughs> so curvy. A couple of them have the elastic out too, so what is that? Well, I mean, draw some on, Sandra. Come on, you're creative. <laughs> I know. I'm so out of it. Yeah. Okay. Noted. <laughs> Noted. I just, the, the thought of sticking my ass in a camera, turning around and winking. It's just literally my nightmare, but okay. I'm pretty sure you can still order pretty underwear online right now. You absolutely can. And you can find cute, cheap underwear in places like Wish and, and eBay. Am I allowed to say that? Like, oh, yeah. Sure. The, these sure. Places, yeah, okay. So you don't have to go and spend $40 on a pair of underwear. You might have to wait 12 weeks. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but you don't have to spend a lot of money. I... Um, when I started working, I went the cheapest route possible. So all of my cute stuff is super cheap stuff from, from eBay and Wish. Fair enough. Now, um. I have uh, another question for you, Curvy J. For a lot of us, we've maybe not 
had intimacy in this sort of way with our partners before where you're like literally in front of a camera on the phone. So when you start out with a new client, how do you sort of gauge what they're into and what's working for them and what's not like, where do those conversations kind of start for you? Cause maybe that would be helpful for us. Mm-hmm. I think that that's, that's the conversation that you have. Um, you get those conversations in the beginning. So in the courtship or, um, and you don't, and if you don't, I mean, if you've been in a relationship and you're 10 years in, sometimes I still have to ask my husband, like, Hey, do you still like that? Right. Like if you're dating a um, mute in bed, it's not going to work for phone sex. <laughs> <laughs> so how do we start that conversation really, again? Um, <laughs> well, it's, it's really, you need to be open with communication and you need to be interested in, in bridging the gap. Um, and then you kind of have to, it's really a conversation. And if you're not comfortable with the conversation, you kind of would maybe want to lead with what you're comfortable with rather than what they're comfortable with. And then you, you hope that your partner is going to communicate. Um, I think it's also a, a time where we can be a little bit more um, outspoken. So if we were normally quiet or unable to ask for certain things, I think that right now is a certain, um, we have a little bit of, what am I trying like to say? Like leeway now? A, yes, exactly. So that we can be more outspoken and we can ask for what we like as opposed to, um, you know, if you're at home and your partner's doing something you don't necessarily like or you'd want to see something different, you might not be comfortable vocalizing. But if you're on the phone or if you're on video chat um, and you like something a certain way, you could you can just lead with, oh, well, this feels good to me. I like to, when I do this to myself. What do you think of that? Or maybe you don't want to be like, what do you think of that? You might want to see how they're reacting. So if you're on the video and they're on video, you can see, oh, well, they really like it when I touch my breasts here, or they really like when I touch my vagina, or they really like when I display my butt. Um, and then you, you get to see their facial expressions where when we're at home and we're the dark, in the dark, you don't see those things. So you get to pick up on your physical cues a little bit when you're on video chat anyway. Yeah, you know, and in many ways, it can really freshen things up, like you said, because you you need to improvise and you need to try new things that you wouldn't have otherwise tried. So that's cool. The other thing I've noticed about guys is they have no idea how to film themselves. Anytime I'm on, like they are embarrassing. Like anytime I do a Zoom party and there's a guy who is like part of my little group, he is only filming his eyes. It's like, where's your face? Phil, you can see yourself. Center your face. They're like brutal. Guys are brutal when it comes to filming themselves, or they do the absolute faux pas of filming where they hold the camera as low as possible and they look down at it. So they look like chubby cheeks and four chins, and you're like, come on. But they're like, come on, you're a disaster. I guess communication is key both ways, obviously. Plus, like, you know how you were saying now is the time to ask for things that you never thought about asking for before? Absolutely, because what are they going to do? Go to the bar and meet somebody else? No, you're stuck. <laughs> no, you're going to sit here and you're going to do what I like. Right. So, uh, Curvy J, would you say men, because we're talking about both phone sex and video sex, because not everybody's going to immediately go to video. 
Um, and, and even new relationships. There's a lot of people who are online dating and mm-hmm. they're going to start video sex. You know, I mean, things are going to escalate. Um, are men, do you think, more audio or more visual? Um, wow. Okay. Um, it depends on what you're, you're doing for your visualness. So if I'm in front of you with a video, um, men will absolutely watch you quietly. Um, so there is way more interest in what you're presenting than what they can hear. In my experience from working, um, the men are more visual. Um, in my personal life, uh, my husband is equal. He likes both sound and um, and to see. So while he can be happy with the lights are off, he can see whatever he can see, but he, he really likes sound. So he likes to hear my interest. And he's also very vocal, which I'm so glad he's sleeping right now. Um, <laughs> Get him on the phone, Curvy J. Let's talk to him. Can you imagine? No, you can't. <laughs> Do you want a little bit of an example? Maybe I could go wake him up. <laughs> so would you say women are more visual or more audio? I mean, I know what I am, but I'm just wondering in your experience, what do you think? Um, in my experience, women are also... From working, also seem to be more visually um, interested, but there's also a connection I find with women. Um, women uh, do like to have dialogue and talk, um, and women definitely ask for different things than men. So um, I haven't had a personal relationship with a woman. I can't really tell you. Oh yes, well I think that you know we all women like. <laughs> I'm going to speak for all <laughs> women here, really just all- so you know. <laughs> I definitely can't say all men prefer audio either or video, but um, in my experience working with women, the women prefer connection and they enjoy um, a little bit of audio as well as visual. So it's more of a mixed medium, whereas men are, are fine to turn off the sound and watch what you're doing. Some men do have dialogues. They will say, oh, here, can you, you know, can we, can we talk about this or can you um, role play this? Uh, which I'm very terrible at. Please don't ask me to role play. <laughs> you don't want to be a, squ- a Swedish schoolgirl, no? Uh, well, Inga, maybe a schoolgirl, but I'm a terrible nurse. <laughs> I would be awful in a zombie apocalypse. Oh, that's good. You let them bleed out and die. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Moving on to the next one. <laughs> Um, oh my God, I had a question and I totally just lost it. Uh, oh yes. Okay. This is what I want. I want to just go back to, I mean, you have a, a, a more sophisticated setup, obviously, because of mm-hmm. what you do. Uh, but most of us who will speak to our significant others on video or phone are mm-hmm. on our phones. So that means we have to rely on apps. Okay. Right. So sure. the worst part about apps, and again, my experience is really through Zoom at the moment. Is when okay. is when the screen uh, freeze frames, oh, no. and you have a dumbass look on your face. <laughs> and uh, again, my nightmare would be that the very moment I would want to, and I'm, 
right that's on your ovaries because nobody looks good when they orgasm. That's right. Or or I decided to show you my vagine for one second, and of course, that's like the most unflattering moment of the call, and you see like every everything at the worst angle possible. In, you know what I mean? And it just freezes there for 20 seconds. It, it, technology can be your friend, but it could also not work for you at all. So, one thing that you'll notice, if you were to go to a live cam site, you have the option on your feed. And I know this is not what you're asking. You're asking for in a regular situation. So people are not necessarily looking on a cam site. But you'll notice that um, as a cam girl, we often have the option to choose a still photo or um, exactly what you're talking about. So clip from our stream at the current time. And it could be at any moment because they're just taking a quick flash. Um, and it updates very quickly. So like you said, the, the quick flash could be your O face <laughs> or it could be just the, I don't even know, when you're talking and you make a silly face or you think of something that's really dumb and you're just like, oh my goodness, like that's so dumb. And then you have that look on your face because you're thinking of something really dumb. And then <laughs> that's what's supposed to draw people in is the first the first shot of you, right? So I always just still frame. <laughs> when I'm I'm working, I always use a, use a still frame. Do you feel the same? And, um, yes. Because I don't want my O face or my, you know, I'm up there in all my glory and I don't want that to be, because yes, that's going to draw somebody in, but they're not going to pay me because they're already seeing that. Right. Right. Or worse than an O face is your eyes are closed, your mouth is open and you look like you're giving a, bla a bad blowjob. That's right. They, you know, it's a lot better than seeing everything for free because at least if they're they're pretending, if they get that little bit of a blowjob look, then they're like, oh, wait. Maybe she looks different this way. Let's pay her and keep her moving. Um, in in our private lives, I haven't actually used an app, um, but are there not better apps that don't do that? Well, I don't, I don't know. Technology is a weird thing. You get a little blip in your Wi-Fi, you know, things can go a little right. bit. Uh, I, I imagine it probably happens on most apps, if I had to guess. That's true, but I, I think that you might be... For a personal call, maybe you would be better off using a more stable app. So it's my understanding that Zoom is a little bit new. Is that correct? Yeah, and it has some privacy issues, Sandra. So mm. you definitely don't <laughs> want to be showing your vagina on an, an app with privacy issues. Next thing you know, I'm in the wrong meeting and I'm talking to my boss and I'm like, hey, oh, hey. I know. I've heard that. Yeah. Especially if you are doing this um, with your partner in a private setting. So regardless of, of what your partnership looks like, if you expect those moments to pro be private, you really do need to um, be aware of the issues like we were saying with Zoom. I don't know if your regular messenger um, programs have issues with privacy and, and whatnot, but I would think that I would personally go to a messenger app over a new app that is still unsure of. Um, a lot of people would also, I think that in this situation, a lot of people would use Snapchat. Um, I haven't gotten used to Snapchat myself, but I think Snapchat is probably a safe platform to 
play together. Right, because it disappears very much so. Because that's like a big issue too. I also don't really like the apps that show a screen of you. Like you want to know that you look okay, but I don't want to watch myself Mm -hmm. the whole way. I want something where I can turn off my screen. For sure. Yeah, I can, I don't, um, yeah, I don't particularly care to look at myself either. I do look at myself more than, than your average person because I'm trying to figure out work angles. But at the same time, if I'm uh, playing with a partner, I don't care. I just want to do what they want to see, and I don't um, care to see myself. So I think that, yeah, a situation where you're, you're just not as, that's just not, sorry. I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> not no bueno is what I'm getting. Yes. One thing, though, I wanted to bring up, I thought that you guys would might uh, might find interesting is, um, are you familiar that we have apps on our phones that also connect to sex toys? Oh, like, oh, yes. Like the WeVibe, for example? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, tell me more. Um, I don't have a WeVibe. I have a different brand. But um, so I have a set of toys that my partner, whether they're here in the house or they're, um, I'm working, it can be connected to um, tips, so connected to sound, um, and it can be controlled through apps um, that somebody else installs on their phone. So if you don't live in the same house, but you have one of these toys, or if you're separated for whatever reason, you're not together at this moment, but you want to be intimate with your partner. Um, And if you have one of these toys, they can set the app up on their phone. You can insert the toy wherever you please, and they control the app while you have the toy inserted. It's super neat. Hello. (laughs) Can I, full disclosure, uh, Curvy J, I was in Montreal a few weeks uh, before this pandemic hit and I was with my girlfriends and as a joke, we went into, I know it's always a joke. Right. It's a joke, but not really. Asking when you go a into a sex I know. That's right. It's not for me, guys. I'm going to a bridal shower. You know what I mean? I played that game yes, before. I promise. That's right. I'm at that age now I'm, and it, I'm like, yeah, it's for me and I need a big one. <laughs> so I go, I go in and this woman shows me a wall of female pleasure toys and she showed okay. me, she explained them to me and I was like, uh, I thought that was so cool. I, I'd never really heard of that before. I'd seen it in movies, but I didn't know it was a thing and I didn't right. end up buying anything that day. And I will tell okay. you, it is my big regret that I didn't, but that's just oh, me. No. Cause now if I buy something, it would have to be online. And how the hell do I explain that? A box, a random weird box that comes to my door, you know, through Amazon. What's in the package? What? Nothing. And I sneak away. You know what I mean? How do I explain it? I can't. So, Kirby J, well, I have a question for you. It to? Yes. How long does one of these video or phone sex encounters generally take for you and your clients? Like, I mean, it's different because they're paying, so they want to get in and out as quick as possible. But... How long Thank does you. it generally take? Um, I would say under five minutes. <laughs> wow, that is quick and dirty. <laughs> Pardon the pun. My clients are, are really ready to go. And unless they have a scenario to play out, um, they can definitely under, under 10 minutes or five minutes for sure. Um, yeah. Under five I, minutes. If, 
Jeez, that's impressive. I, as a woman of a certain age, it takes me up to 30 minutes now to finish. Like, it, it, I would be spending a fortune on cam girls to just to get... I, I, the older you get, the harder it is. Well, you know what I mean. Right, but I think the idea I, is you I get kind totally... of juiced up before. Yes, oh. and that, that's what a lot of my clients will do. Or they'll watch. So um, a lot of times you can be in a... Um, a non-paid situation until somebody comes in and whisks you away to paid situation. So mostly you would sit in your unpaid situation, you know, maybe fully clothed or scantily clothed, and you would want to draw in your customers. So sometimes people will actually sit and they'll they'll have me on, they'll listen to my talking, my banter, whatever I have to say that day. Um, and at the same time, they're looking at other clips or they're looking at, um, even some of my work. So if they've bought my work in the past, um, they they would preemptively prepare themselves until that moment they're going to buy time from me. So they will get to that point where they only need five minutes. They only need two minutes um, because one, they're saving money by doing that. And two, um, they're getting their needs met as fast as possible, if that makes sense. That's not something you would necessarily do in normal, in, in regular life, like in our out-of-work out life. Um, I might be more interested to, to making sure that my own needs are met if I'm playing um, with a partner rather than um, a, a paid-for partner. Right. You would have the luxury of time, for sure. Absolutely. Um, and I'm, I try to be honest when I'm working. So if I'm not anywhere near an orgasm and somebody says to me, hey, I'd like you to have an orgasm while we're playing, I will tell them that. I'll say, listen, I can try. But if you'd like me to do that, I need X, Y, Z to happen. Or I might need 10 or 15 minutes because I do need um, to stimulate. When I'm working, I'm not generally stimulating myself. I'm, I'm stimulating for other people. So I'm not ready to go. I'm not ready to go at the drop of a hat. I'm not ready to go in 20 seconds or three minutes like you are. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, I need that prep time. So if I'm with a, a partner um, that I'm in an, a relationship with that, that allows me that luxury, um, for myself, I would probably want some audio rather than visual, but I would need time to get there. So it really it depends on what your situation is. So. Somebody who comes to me and says, oh, I'm ready to have an orgasm and I need, you know, let's do this right now. And you're like, okay, I don't care if I have a need met or not. But in a partnership, I might want my needs met as well. I would hope you would. I, I think so. I mean, right now I'm kind of just tired and over it. So I'm like, I don't care about my needs. <laughs> my needs. <laughs> but <laughs> if I, I were, I would definitely um, spend time. Uh, I actually like to read my porn. So I would spend time if I'm I'm going to meet my partner online and say we're going to do a date, which might not happen. You might not be like, oh, yes, let's plan a, an intimate date tonight at nine. And that's going to work out. I was just I'm <laughs> laughing because you, you said that you needed an extra 15, 20 minutes to finish. And I thought to myself, why don't you just fake it and get it over with like the rest of us? <laughs> um well, I don't like the fake because I don't like the dishonesty. And I've, I've never, if I don't have an orgasm, you well know, and I'm not going to pretend uh, I've never been the one to do that. And I, I even tell that to my, my work clients, even with my, like my regular partners, um, I don't, I don't fake 
if it feels good, I'll let you know it feels good. And there are definitely times where I'm like, oh, yes, let's do this. It'll feel good. I might not have an orgasm, and that's okay. Right. I love, though, your idea of uh, reading your porn, because that got me to think, what if you got your partner to read you a sexy novel? Oh. Oh, that would be good. What a way to get that conversation about what you, like, said and done going. That would be great, especially if one or both even if if either one of you have a little bit of um stage fright or you don't know where to start that's a great place to start if you pick your your literature and um i don't i'm not talking about 50 shades of gray i'm i'm a little bit uh deeper than that my own own tastes run deeper to that there are websites um there might even be apps nowadays that you can find all kinds of porn um and there are other books uh that you can get that are are not even like Fifty Shades, but there are some really great books out there that you have. Um, there'll be collections of like women fantasies or people's fantasies, and you can get a so you can see like the different types of things that people are interested in, and and it might spark your memory. You might be like, oh, I kind of like that. That's nice, or oh, that's definitely not for me. Skip the story. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Curvy yeah. J, I cannot thank you enough for coming on the podcast today. I know that uh, the cam business isn't uh, what it used to be in a coronavirus pandemic world. It's pretty tough to, you know, call up a cam girl when your wife is in the next room. I get it. <laughs> Too many there witnesses. That That's right. So I'm, I, I'm sorry. I, I was just going to say there are still definitely people I have lots of clients who their wives are upstairs or they're in the other room and that's when they want you to be quiet they don't care what you're saying they turn the sound off they're just watching you um yeah yeah and sometimes it doesn't matter but at the same time they can't be as involved as they would like so it's just a different weird time for everybody well i hope business picks up i'm sure it will when this is all over and we wish you all the best and thank you for your expertise on uh, the art of the, the video and the phone sex Thanks for having me. I hope it was uh, informative, at least in some point. <laughs> this episode is over, but the conversation doesn't have to be. Follow Hillary and Sandra on social. Instagram at Hillary on Air at Sandra Kiss 105.3. Twitter at Hillary Welch at Sandra Kiss 105.3. And on Facebook at Quick and Dirty Podcast. Got a question? Email Hillary and Sandra, the quick and the dirty at gmail.com. Don't forget, you can download the podcast each week to your mobile device to listen offline. Find The Quick and the Dirty on FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com, iTunes, or wherever you download your podcasts.